What's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Hello, hello. All right. I was pressing Jenny to to run with this one. <laughs> and she said no. She said no, thank you. I did say no, thank you. Um, we did a five-part <laughs> series on supplements. We had a couple others lined up that we were going to dig into, but it started spinning out of control as far as um, getting too technical, getting a new situation where we're talking about something that people might need to have a further conversation about before they decide if they needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we didn't want to do is start getting into um, supplements that are not mainstream. So we covered, I think, the mainstream ones, which we did a show on creatine, protein, branched chain amino acids, magnesium, zinc, multivitamin, and then we did a pre-workout. I think those encompass 95% of most of the supplements that we sell. Definitely. And and most often asked about. That's what everyone knows about, right? right? So this is the you know, uh, the Ford Chevy Dodge, you know, these are the most common, um, pursued. Cause I think this is the, this is the most surface level items that people cannot feel silly about asking information about everything else. You just don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So we're going to turn this last one. This is going to be the last one on the, um, supplement mini series. Instead of going into, we were going to try to stretch this out to eight shows. We did five and we're going to do just a hearty roundup today. So we're going to get into, um, Last thoughts, a couple of items that we didn't talk about that we couldn't have dedicated a whole show to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll just go back and forth with some dialogue about what we've experienced personally. Yeah, okay. sounds good. All right. Let's so, do it. So the first one we're going to talk about is um, on the on the wrap up is uh, the things that we didn't mention. One of them was going to be fish oil. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my fave. So when you look at EPA, DHA, the names for those are so huge that I don't even, of all the things <laughs> I've ever learned, I don't even try to pronounce them. <laughs> But what you're looking at is omega-6 and omega-3. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Western diet, our diet is very heavy in omega-6. So just think uh, real acidic. I, this probably isn't going to be 100% uh, on point with uh, me getting this right. Um, you see in U.S., our meat sources, um, some of our GMO foods, they're all very high in omega-6, especially when beef is fed corn that's genetically modified, mm-hmm. you end up where you have this good fat, bad fat balance of pro-inflammatory, anti-inflammatory. So think of omega-6 as pro-inflammatory and think of omega-3 as anti-inflammatory. Perfect. Does that make sense? Yes. So fish oil is meant to be a balance. It's meant to bring um, a balance of omega-3s into your diet, even though you don't typically just take fish oil for omega-3s because it's fish oil. It has both. So I don't, it's not like we're adding, um, it's either anchovies or krill or uh, mackerel. I mean, there's all kinds of different sources for fish oil, mm-hmm. but it should have that balance. And typically we're looking for three total grams, um, per dosage. And I want to say the ratio is like two to one. So you want more omega-3 
than six. Than six. And that's because you're saying that our diets are higher in six. Correct. So we need the higher dosage of three Bingo. in a supplement. Nailed it. Okay. Um, now, there's been a, a fair amount of negative press with fish oil um, within the last couple of years that just says, oh, it's been proven fish oil does not extend your life. I mean, it was something stupid, <laughs> right. right? And uh, it's the same The same idiotic um, commentary came out about multivitamins. Oh, multivitamins are not successful in preventing cancer. You know, that's, mm-hmm. we're not Very saying, these things don't do those, right? So with the systems that the body is responsible for and um, us maintaining a, a high level, optimal level of health, we need assistance, right? We've already mm-hmm. talked about it, I think on the multivitamin show that we already know that our agro industry does not draw the same nutritional density from the ground that mm-hmm. it used to. Mm-hmm. And when you start factoring in, um, uh, what's the word, like hydroponics, and you start getting into artificial fertilizers, and you start getting to pesticides, you um, deplete the body. Mm-hmm. And what's even worse is that there's certain foods, especially when you're talking about high omega-6 foods, they can actually leach certain nutrients out of the body at a higher rate than what you think you're eating. So you you could end up with greater deficiencies just eating certain foods. That's that, could, that could be brought on by the pesticides and um, um, antibiotics and everything else. So even though you think you're eating good food, the foods you're eating might leach out more bad things out of you. And we didn't even get into if you're a smoker, um, if you're a drinker, you also deplete your body at an exponential rate of base nutrition. Right. So, so smoking is like really bad. I can't remember exactly, but it wipes out some major vitamins and minerals. They're gone. So my favorite is the person that smokes. It tells me, tells me that they don't do supplements because it's like not right. I know. Yeah. I know. So now fish oil, you've had experience with it personally. So I'm gonna let you share your story. Yes. So um, I started taking fish oil because I started reading up on it. Um, And the first thing that I read was that they were loosely tying it to a uh, breast cancer prevention. Mm. And um, even though that is not in my family, thank God, it's still one of those things to just, I felt like, you know what, if there's even a 1% chance that this is loosely tied and they are finding it, then I have a 1% chance more of having or of preventing myself from getting breast cancer. So, um, but then aside from that, when I took it, um, so I had suffered from pretty bad migraines for, um, Goodness. It was about a 10-year period of time. And for any of you who have had one, it's the migraines that they knock you on your arse. I mean, you are in bed. You can't handle light. You can't handle movement. You feel nauseous. Um, I went to the ER once with a migraine. And then when I started taking fish oil, I couldn't recall the last time I had had one. Yeah. So I started doing my own research there, and they started tying that to migraines again very loosely. But I think the timing of that, that's the only thing in my diet that I had changed. So I didn't take anything out and it was the only thing at the time that I had added into it. So it was like, oh man, I'm going to win this one. And since then, I go, I've admitted this openly on many, many shows. Um, I'm not really consistent with supplementation. <laughs> um, I had a migraine slide in when I went completely off the rails with uh, supplements where I wasn't taking anything at all. And um, one kind of slipped in and I thought, you know what, it's not worth it. Let me go back on. And consistent for me with supplements, I would say is probably five out of seven days a week. I think that's fair. Since I've been five out of seven, migraines are gone again. So kind of yeah. crazy. So when you're looking at 
So a lot of a lot of problems come from the gut, mm-hmm. and we've alluded to that as well on other shows. But the fish oil and where it directly goes. So it's not like um, there could have been there could be something going on with your intestinal lining with inflammation in the intestinal lining that could kick out some problems that mm-hmm. will cause the migraines. Mm-hmm. So it's not a direct correlation to I I eat fish oil. It breaks the blood brain barrier and right. my, it subdues my migraine. Right. But when you're looking at it, and this is kind of the interesting thing, is that most people are so ignorant of their biology that they don't understand the connections because you would typically overlook it altogether. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, how can this help this? You know, mm-hmm. what, what's the connection here? Your intestinal tract holds the key to 95% of your well-being, your health, your mood, your attitude, your immune system. Um, it's all coming out of your gut. Now, with, with Jenny and the headaches, um, just coincidentally, that 10-year period uh, that she's talking about was when I was hell miserable working in corporate, and it could have been brought on by stress, increased cortisol, affects the gut, you know, and that 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 parade of problems. And then fish oil was one of those things that started to work against the tide mm-hmm. of the environment that I was creating mm-hmm. with, you know, my stress and my anxiety. And then you're the type that you're kind of a receiver for all that stuff, <laughs> right? And then it wears you down. But we used to get up at three three thirty in the morning, way back in the P ninety X days. And, and look at that, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> never stops. And and I remember just saying, "Did you? Do, are you waking up with a headache?" And it was yes. It was yes for years. Yeah, waking yes up with a headache more often than not. And um, the first time she said that it wasn't there um, for me, it was a oh my god. You know, it's almost like your person gets cured of a disease mm-hmm. or an illness, and it was something simple from building in a routine of this right yeah. of uh, official is what we're talking about the benefits of fish oil um you, it's one of those things where science will feed you some bullshit prescription pill and tell you this is how you handle your thyroid mm-hmm. they rarely ever push uh holistic approaches they rarely p- look for natural things and the way the medical system is here is that we're reactive we're a mm-hmm. trauma system where it's like don't come to me until something's painful, hurts, broken, you know, that's the medical system here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the last time I got an email from my doctor saying, Hey, you're struggling with headaches. Here's 10 things you can do at home. <laughs> right. right. Other than effing aspirin and NSAIDs and everything else. Oh, goodness. That's another topic. We should talk about those sometime. That'll be the next we'll one. We'll really yeah. take a lot of people off. So when we're talking about supplements and we're kind of harping on official right now, the, the, those little 1% things where people can overlook them because one, it's an added expense. A good fish oh, yeah. oil is going to cost you 50 bucks a month. Better believe it. A good multivitamin is going to cost you 45, 50 bucks a month. Yes. You could have two to th- two to $300 in effing pills mm-hmm. just to avoid buying prescription meds, you know, 20 years from now. Yep. Where one, I'm not subduing a problem. I'm not hiding it, masking it while the underlying condition is still there, which is prescription meds. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. They don't fix anything. They mask um, the problem with supplements. You're building health back up you're coaching up your vitality you're improving systems and then they're repairing themselves that way when you do decide to go official things aren't going to go sideways again Mm -hmm. because you'll have kind of repaired yourself yep no i'm not suggesting that vitamins cure cancer i'm not going into the direction of saying take your vitamins and you won't be sick ever no and that's what i was saying too like supplements they're they're not a substitute for anything they're meant to supplement things but if there is, if you're somebody that's constantly looking for the one to 10% of a change in a positive direction, this is something you can yep. do. And, you know, us having a business, it's, we're not printing money. 
So for us, it's like you got to look back at your budget and our health is more important than, let's say, TV, which we shut off, good Lord, probably eight years ago at this point. But you can always, if it is important to you, you find the money for it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think supplements is any different. You just tweak and make the changes. Well, let's go back to the time where I wasn't able to justify um, a gym membership over 20 bucks a month. Oh, yeah. You know, when P90X, going back to that, it was, what was it? How much? 150 bucks? Like, and I was like, who would ever spend $150 on a workout program you're only going to do once? Mm-hmm. Turns out I did it like 10 times. I know. And then you start to realize that when you step up to a higher quality something, your standard, your minimum mm-hmm. standard gets raised significantly. Yes. So your quality of um, life, when it improves 5%, mm-hmm. that becomes your new standard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what it takes. You know, our gym membership averages 200 bucks a month mm-hmm. and people are like, that's outrageous yeah, until you get to where you feel amazing, look great. Your sex drives back and you're like, this is the minimum standard for me. I'm never going to drop off. Exactly. This. But Hey, you know, four bottles of wine on a weekend going up to a local winery, people don't even flinch. They're like, yeah. this is so worth it. I'm gonna get my buzz on. Yep. And that's worth $200. I know. I don't think people think about sometimes that's like the almost entertainment money. You don't really think about it, but like if you're popping into the local wine shop and you're buying five bottles and the next week you're doing it again, mm-hmm. well, if you just, if you only skip one of those trips, so maybe one weekend you're drinking their three bottles, you save the other two for the next, take that money and put it towards those one, that 1% change. You're going to, oh my God, you're going to feel so much better. Now, and to caveat this is that you got to be consistent. Yep. So um, if you get fish oil or you get a multivitamin and you start taking it after two, three days, you're like, this sucks. They lied. It didn't work. And you stop taking it. <laughs> it takes a while, especially if you're significantly deficient. It's going to take a while. Dude. Exactly. Give it 60 days. Yep. Um, and I don't give a crap where you're buying it from. If you don't give something an earnest, honest attempt for 60 days, you're not going to see a benefit of anything. Yes. Um, so yeah, I only have one final thing on yeah, yeah, fish oil. You have to fish oil. I think there's a big adjustment towards it because I think in your mind, you're convincing yourself sometimes. I know I did that I'm tasting fish Uh and then you realize you're not. But mine was all about trying to figure out. So fish oil specifically, it's how much water you take with it. So you've got people that'll guzzle a ton of water and then they burp and then it's like lemon, which of course then you're like, lemon's fish. Or for me, I drink the bare minimum of water because I want to make sure that I am not, it's not going to come back up in any questionable way. Well, imagine your tiny stomach filled with uh, 16 ounces of water. So it's a full water line and then those caps break open and now the oil's sitting on top of the water Exactly. and it's so near the esophagus that, um, or your sternum, what is that? It's not your sternum, it's your sternum, but what's the, um, what's the stomach flap? I got a complete brain fart. How about now I do? Cause you said it. What the heck is that thing called? Your your stomach's trap door. Your esophagus. <laughs> your esophagus. Your, so, so your esophagus is up here. <laughs> I've completely lost it. Anyway, so it's the, uh, it'll come to me by the end of the show. Okay, so make sure you're consistent. The fish oil, it doesn't matter what you take. Um, I always am a, uh, I'm in opposition of anything you get at Costco. Um, fish oil needs to be maintained at a particular temperature. It can't mm-hmm. be in sunlight. Uh, the lemon is actually a stabilizer that goes in it that keeps it from getting rancid. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the old tried and true, you should be able to take a fish oil tab and chew it and it should not taste like fish. Mm-hmm. If it tastes like fish, it's gone rancid, it's bad. And yes. if you take a lot of rancid, cheap fish oil, yep. you can actually do more harm. Yes. So <laughs> get a batch home, chew on it. And if it doesn't, you'll taste lemon. It's a stabilizer. Yes. 
If it doesn't taste like fish, you're good to go. I know. Um, Hey, I've chewed ours before. As soon as you said it, I had to test it. Well, for the longest time, we were taking just oil on a spoon. I don't even want to talk. I I can't go back. That's flashbacks. All right. This is like 15 minutes of talking about just fish oil. So let's jump over to fiber. Um, Now, there's two types of fiber. And a lot of people, I remember my, um, I had a family member that had really bad digestion problems. It was, um, he ended up with C. diff, um, which is a very bad, um, it's a gut bug that can destroy everything, right? So you're on antibiotics for a very long time. And before we got there, one of the kind of housekeeping things we talked about is fiber. You know, you want to end up with a good uh, soluble and insoluble fiber program. And most people, they think that when you get like, everyone thinks about fiber, they think about Metamucil. Mm -hmm. And the idea is like, I poop fine. It's like, well, you're not, okay, there's there's more to it than that. One, just look at the anti-cancer colon, colon cancer benefits. One, you want to make sure everything... You end up with polyps and gut problems and intestinal lining issues when you've got, uh, you know, eight pounds of undigested red meat in there all the time Mm -hmm. because you don't have enough fiber to process the waste and get the waste out. Mm -hmm. So fiber not only helps you with bowel movements, but uh, and keep you clean. But the other thing is it enables your body to attach toxins Mm -hmm. to things it can't digest. Mm -hmm. And that's how you pass them. Um, our dogs, uh, if you've got dogs, it's funny. They know when they need fiber because they're outside eating grass, yeah. right? And they know when they need roughage. Yep. Um, I, I'm going to mess these numbers up. It, oddly enough, I think women need slightly less, I think 28 to 30 grams of fiber a day. And guys need like 35. Oh, that's interesting. And I I'm, I'm not opposite. 100% sure of why um, guys need more, especially when, for the most part, women have more digestive issues yeah. than guys. But I think that's the guys surprising. is higher. And... Um, you have people like, oh, no, man, I don't need fiber. I get lots of vegetables. You can't even imagine how much broccoli you have to eat to get enough insoluble <laughs> fiber, right, to, to make sure you're getting the benefits of it. So a good fiber supplement, um, start early and take that the rest of your life. And I'm not going to say this is more important than one thing over the other, but if you've got cholesterol problems, fiber. Mm-hmm. If you've got heart um cardiovascular disease in your family, fiber. Mm-hmm. If you um, can't manage your good and your bad cholesterol, not just cholesterol problems as a total, but you know, you can't scrub out the bad cholesterol, fiber. All those things in there can help regulate blood temperature. They help insulin levels. It's There's just too many benefits. Mm-hmm. And I can't eat but so much freaking spinach. And I, I've eaten so much in my um, 40s that I hate it now. Mm-hmm. I can't touch spinach. I can't touch broccoli. I'm like, ugh. I'm at that point. Right. So... Fiber is the least sexy supplement. It's not sexy. Of all. But I would also, just a small note on a fiber. So um, I personally get asked about uh, fiber gummies a lot, overtaking fiber, because we're, what did you call adults, children with checkbooks? Yes. So people are like, oh my gosh, if I have to drink fiber, I'm going to throw up. And you know, we're also, <laughs> we're also drama about all of that. One thing to note on the um, fiber gummies is when you're buying something like that, more often than not, they've got a food dye in them. Mm-hmm. So it's just something that you're adding in your body because you like to either chew a gummy and pretend it's a gummy bear or something, or you just don't want to kind of suck it up and just drink the fiber that may or may not taste amazing. But just be mindful that if if you're really kind of on your quest for health, Something like a food dye is is not on a health journey. Hell, That's all I'm going to say. The gummies, it's like a Flintstone vitamin. I mean, you Those know- Those were da- amazing. Mine were Smurf. I think they knew that kids would just get into them because they thought they were candy. Yes. Ergo, get more vitamins. Yeah. 
Smurf. They, They're delicious. I, I'm, I need to find like an old 80s Flintstone label and find out what was in those because we didn't give a shit back then no. about what was in food. That'd be amazing if there was nothing bad in them at all. There's no, they didn't have squat in them. I always look There's for definitely the, food dye. I always look for the Freds. Um, I always ate the Freds. All right. So real quick, uh, I mentioned the two types, soluble fiber and insoluble. Insoluble is the one that I think of that as like uh, tree branches. That's a mm-hmm. terrible example. But if you've ever chewed up fibrous foods, you know, you've got your, um, uh, when you bite into a piece of celery and it's got all the strings in it, mm-hmm. look at that as kind of like fibrous foods, mm-hmm. broccoli. Um, you can tell it's kind of fibrous, you know, those fibers themselves, the body can't, it, it can't do anything with it. I mean, digestive enzymes, they don't break it down. It stays intact. Um, and that kind of drags and draws things out. Now, the uh, soluble fiber, that's the one that dissolves in water and it ends up kind of like a gel. It's mm-hmm. a gelatinous. And that actually helps feed the bac- uh, the good bacteria in your gut. So soluble fiber has a purpose. Feed the microbiome, support mm-hmm. the microbiome. The indigestible fiber, think of that as the way your body dumps toxins mm-hmm. and eliminates waste. Yep. Um, Psyllium husk versus, um, uh, I think regular like metamucil type stuff. It's not psyllium husk looks like little tiny sticks mm-hmm. and they get soft as soon as you, um, get them wet. Yep. Um, and the other ones, it just stays kind of gritty. Yeah, they stick to the glass and they make me gag. It's gross. But um, in the name of health, you go for it <laughs> because it's better than a colon surgery. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. So. Now, typically, when do you take yours? What's You have to develop a routine around it. Yes. So mine is within 30 minutes of when I get up. So right away. Right away. Now, the funny thing with fiber, one, you don't want to take a lot of, you don't want to ingest a lot of fluid with food because it breaks down the digestive enzymes in your stomach. So the whole process from chewing to swallowing, the small intestine, the big intestine, there's enzymes that get mm-hmm. released all along the way. Um, and it's different if you're eating proteins, carbs, or fats. Mm-hmm. They all behave different. If you flood your digestion system with water and fluid while you're eating, it weakens and dilutes those enzymes and stomach acids Mm -hmm. and the food doesn't break down. Um, So people that are pounding lots of fluid while they're eating, you're actually doing more harm than good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. It's counterintuitive. But if you're choking, have some water. If something gets stuck, have some water. But you shouldn't sit there and drink a full glass of water at a meal because it causes problems, which is why taking your fiber in a meal doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Yep. Um, you also want to avoid taking your supplements with fiber because fiber can slow down the release times of certain mm-hmm. meds, especially your prescriptions. If you're on prescription meds, uh, talk to your doc. You typically don't want to take prescription meds anywhere near fiber. Mm-hmm. If it's something that should be rapidly released and you absorb it very quickly, or if it should be um, slow, um, fiber can influence how those work. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'd also like to say with fiber, I take mine really weird. So you do need water to actually uh-huh. get the fiber down. So I drink very little water actually with, uh, we use a uh, powdered fiber. So I use very little water with it because I, it's so disgusting. I actually like the taste of it. Um, but then <laughs> the I, fiber? I do. It's so gross. You've gotten it, used to it. Mine looks like when I drink it, it looks like cream of wheat. It's disgusting. And then that's um, a great analogy. Yeah. So I drink that my initial fiber is very, very thick, but then I f- take like anywhere from a half to a full glass of water and drink it right after. Mm. But I can't do a full glass of water mixed with the fiber because it, it just dilutes it too bad for me. But there's so many different ways you can do it. But and I also like to take it in the morning because then I'm done. <laughs> well, you never, you won't remember later and there's no good time between meals. No. And if you're at work, you're not going to whip out a fiber supplement, right? I don't know. Maybe I will. It's too much conversation. I'm start to, maybe when I'm coaching, it'll look good. <laughs> um, 
before we get into some of the protocols that we're going to loosely talk about, um, the show is going to be a little bit longer than the other ones just because we're doing a wrap up. Uh, a probiotic. Now we've had conversations with clients that are like, oh yeah, I take a probiotic. And it's, it's funny because most people, if you're uh, a victim of great marketing, mm -hmm. you are under the impression that yogurt cuts it. Oh, no. Right. And you end up with like, a, um, the, the strain is lactobacillus. Um, yogurt all comes in cultures that are like documented and inventoried. So think of it like some species, they find a species, mm -hmm. which your microbiome starts at your mouth, runs all the way down through your butt. And at every level, there's different organisms. Mm -hmm. A probiotic is one that supports it. It kind of repopulates uh, certain areas of your digestive system. Lactobacillus is the most common. And um, most often it's found in yogurt. Right? Fermented foods has got um, probiotics or um, yeah, probiotics mm -hmm. as well. But what's the adult one? Like the old people yogurt that they uh, insure? Uh, is it like? Is it insure? Is it insure? Or is it act? something can you can you all tell that we don't eat it activia oh or maybe. something maybe Ooh, it might be you know what i think there's both i think there's insure and something with an a good call what but they market it to senior citizens yeah got some news for you if you're 55 and above your need to maintain optimal health is more than an effing yogurt a day i know they're scamming you they are a good probiotic is a broad spectrum which means it's got multiple strains in the same capsule mm -hmm. and then it's upwards of 20 billion or more mm -hmm. organisms per serving you're at like a million mm -hmm. with a yogurt and that's if they're still alive because depending on what you do with the dairy how it's um pasteurized how it's fermented how it's stored if it gets warm at all i think it dies so don't rely on um uh just a food replacement mm -hmm. it it doesn't cut it guys and i think those things like two dollars two dollars and fifty cents a piece yeah they're expensive and i just had a fantastic uh text exchange where someone sent me a picture of what their probiotic was and it was it was yogurt it said something like yogurt with probiotics and i said do just me a favor i said do me a favor <laughs> and flip it over and send me a picture of the label and the person wrote me back and basically was like absolutely not like you got me so basically it's a bunch of basically it's a bunch of garbage and i'm getting nothing good out of this well how, just, how brilliant some marketing because the marketing was so smart and this is an extremely intelligent person who would not i mean just very very intelligent but it's so funny it's the probiotic name got them we talked about this you yeah know, like when you're looking at something and it's got an a non-clinical dose of something in the product to get you to buy it because you're like well this clearly has creatine in it you find out it's got a fraction of I what know. it needs to it's be successful yep. well when you're in the grocery store and you're reminded because of a, of a marketing ad it's like hey, get your probiotics I here know. there's no they don't have to have a certain amount to be able to say that that it's in there they just nope. have to have some no um and i gotta say i like food way more than popping a pill but I'm not going to waste my time on pretend probiotic yogurt when I can just take the pill and then actually have some food that I enjoy. So when you start looking at, so bad, the body's full of billions of organisms, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got good and bad, and it's a constant battle that's going on in our, in our digest, digestive system. The good ones, our bodies have learned to live with over, you know, periods of time as humans have kind of evolved and moved around and we've commingled and procreated and everything. Um, those organisms have become part of us in our healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. 
Well, there's also lifestyle that can kind of interfere with the good. And all it takes for the bad to take over is to abuse the good, right? right? So if you drink, if you smoke, if you uh, high fructose corn syrup, if you eat shitty food all the time, if, mm -hmm. I mean, the more you do that can kind of decrease the strength of your good biome, your healthy side, the bad just starts taking over. Mm -hmm. And people think, well, oh, my immune system's compromised. I'm moody all the time. I'm negative outlook on everything. That's all controlled by your gut. Mm -hmm. So they're taking something like a yogurt and expecting the world to come back. If you've ever been on an antibiotic, this is another unfortunate side of the medical community. Uh, oh, you've got Lyme's disease, which I've had. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a 30-day protocol on a on an antibiotic, but they do nothing to help rebuild it once it's right. done. The antibiotic takes out the problem child, right. but it wipes out the good too, and the mm -hmm. good ends up a victim. And then what happens after that is people get sick again, yep. which is weird. You know, your immune system's now compromised. Um, and uh, enough cycles of that, you know, start over, start over, start over. And then you don't sleep great anymore because, you know, uh, melatonin is mostly produced in the gut and your mood is shitty because most of your serotonin is produced in the gut. Mm -hmm. So a probiotic is a fantastic condition or additional add to your protocol, mm -hmm. but you can't take it with food. Right. Um, so the digestive process can destroy that. So 20 to 30 minutes before you eat your breakfast, lunch, or dinner, somewhere between the fiber and everything else that you're taking, <laughs> you want to take your probiotic on its own 30 minutes before you start ramping up digestion. Mm -hmm. um, that includes coffee and stuff. So just a little bit of water, take your probiotics, and they'll, they'll do their thing. Yes. Awesome. Did you like that? <laughs> um, last couple things. So we hit the big things. Um, the, the, so the fish oil, the fiber, and the probiotic, those are the last kind of outstanding um, remaining supplements. Mm -hmm. The last few things we'll talk about is just compliance, uh, just to kind of hammer this home. Whatever you're taking, take it for at least take 60 days. It. Yes. And take it. Um, same thing with your multivitamins, the way we're saying, don't, over, don't drink a lot of fluid with your meals. Don't take any more fluid with your, um, your supplements, then you need to get them down. Mm -hmm. If people are like, oh, I'm, I'm peeing green, I'm peeing out all my vitamins. If you drank 20 ounces of water with of your multivitamin, you, you flushed it. Right. Right. Gastric emptying is what you're doing is that you're just Ew. washed it all out. <laughs> so take just enough and let that thing sit in there with very little fluid and it'll do its job. Yep. Um, be consistent. Um, buy good stuff. Don't don't go for the crap. There's no extra credit for buying bad probiotics or bad multivitamins. Mm -hmm. um, don't get duped into marketing and re do your own research. Mm -hmm. um, if you are on prescription medications, you need to talk to your doc, especially if it's something hardcore. Absolutely. If you're taking um, stuff for blood pressure, you're taking blood thinners, you cannot just go out and take fish oil. Exactly. You've got to take something because it thins your blood. So talk to your doc and just say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I want to kind of improve some things. If he says anything like supplements are a waste of money and they're a scam, but that dude put you on prescription meds, go get another doctor. Better believe it. Um, now, the last thing we'll talk about is just a couple protocols that we rotate around a couple times a year. Um, a gut protocol, as, as we've kind of talked to death, there's a lot that goes on in the digestive system. And once a year, we were real consistent with it at the gym for a while, where mm -hmm. we would just kind of encourage people stop eating and drinking the things that are bad for your mm -hmm. intestinal system, um, which is your anything sugar, anything starch, and a lot of it, you want to wean yourself somewhat off the vinegar mm -hmm. because if you've got some overgrowth of some bacteria, vinegar can actually feed it. Mm -hmm. So go back to a natural single ingredient food, try to get organic best you can, mm -hmm. um, get your probiotics, up your fiber, um, and just kind of do some things to kind of do some housekeeping. Yep. Heal your gut. 
if you can, um, fasting for 24 hour periods once a week, um, just give your body a chance to empty itself and be, be decent. Uh, other thing with the gut protocols is tap water and the chemicals that come from tap water are actually really bad for the gut, especially if you've got digestive issues. So um, if your gallon jug all day long is full of tap water, it's got chemicals and shit in it. So I think the best is like a reverse osmosis filter. I mean, it's the only thing that really t- keeps the good minerals in and takes out the bad. But um, if you're trying to heal or repair your, your intestinal system, uh, your digestive system, don't pound tap water. Tap water, right. So on top of the supplements, uh, stay clear of that. And last one, which we just started getting more into is uh, liver protocols, liver detox. Mm-hmm. The word detox and cleanse, they're interchanged. Um, they're two different things. When we talk detox, um, or when we're talking about these protocols, we're thinking detox. And that is to kind of, again, eliminate the things that are harmful for the organ, um, reinforce or coach up the nutrition that's going to help that organ repair and, re- and recover. Um, the liver's got a huge damn job. And, it does. and nowadays- And we abuse it. We abuse the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, every piece of garbage that you consume, the liver's got to do something with it. Mm-hmm. It's got to break things down. It's got to bind them to waste opportunities and then it gets rid of them. So there's two phases to the liver. Phase one, everybody can kind of, the body can prepare something to get it out, to discharge it. But phase two, we don't have the nutritional support to get it out of the body the whole way. Mm-hmm. So it ends up where waste is pulled, phase one, there's not enough phase two resources to get rid of it. So it just recycles and it gets kicked back into the body and it can actually make you worse, especially if you start a protocol to detoxify an organ and then you don't follow through and you're not consistent, right. you can get sick again. Of course. Um, it's kind of like uh, stirring up sediment in the bottom of a pond. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're going to draw that stuff out, once it's up and floating around, you got to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, I always think of when I was a kid, I would never finish any kind of prescription and never learned that if you don't, the doctor had prescribed exactly what you would need to get rid of whatever was going on. And I would stop about halfway through. And of course, and then of course, got a lie to my mom about it. I finished them all, mom. And then three or four days later, I'm back at the doctor getting the new prescription because I didn't <laughs> finish the old prescription. Still didn't learn. So it'd be like a cycle of two or three You're different- still not really great at that. I'm terrible at it. Um, <laughs> but two or three times where this is the same thing. Like if you start if you start a protocol here to help, I, I always like to think of it as like you're rebuilding something or you're repairing something. You've, you've got to follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're in that same vicious cycle of being a kid that's got, you know, your ears hurt for six months instead of right. the three days that it could have been. It's... It's taken me a long time to pay attention to the physical signs. Um, and well, typically with not finishing a, um, a prescription, it's because as soon as you start to feel good, you back off. Duh. You said so you've gotten a little bit of that vitality back and mm-hmm. you're like, my body can take it from here. <laughs> and what it, what you don't realize is your body's in a very weakened state still. Of course. And you get overtaken again. Yep. Um, I think I'm a Nazi when it comes to taking my prescriptions. I think I am. I uh, won't miss. Of course you are. I won't. It's type A. <laughs> I'm not. I make it a game. My personality isn't even a type. I'm like, I think I'll go for five this time. I used to try to negotiate all of that stuff with my parents. I'll be like, I'll do, oh, I'll no. do five days of it. No, if it's like every twelve <laughs> hours, and I, I take it at six, like by five fifty nine, I'm waiting for the clock to twitch, exactly. switch over to six, so that yes. I can take it right on time. Yep. I get exactly the twelve hour I'm dose. Terrible with prescriptions. Although I am also extremely lucky that I don't have to take any. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, Knock on my head. There's a, there's a, 
there's a lot of opportunities um, for us to live optimal, ideal lives. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think because um, I'd mentioned earlier, we're ignorant of our biology. We don't mm -hmm. really understand ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't start seeing weaknesses until you're old enough that things start to break down. Right. If I knew in my 20s, well, I think I always knew that cardiovascular disease was going to be waiting for me. I yep. knew it because my family drops, right? Yep. And in, most of the time, if it's not drinking themselves to death, mm -hmm. it's heart disease. Mm -hmm. So I have been very hyper aware of resisting that one condition, even though back then I wasn't showing signs of it. Right. Um, I didn't have uh, cholesterol problems in my 20s, right. but I treated everything I did as if I did. So your family history is important. Mm -hmm. But when you treat your body like a garbage can for 45 years and you're like, I just don't feel the way I used to. Well, there's only so much tread on the tires mm -hmm. and you've worn that shit bald. And now what you've got left because it doesn't grow back. You know, you've beat the hell out of your body. And what you if you're at 45 years old and there's a good chance that your family's going to live to 70, you've got another 25 years that you've got to figure out how to live in a better optimal life. Right. And unfortunately, we don't pay attention until things are broken. I know. Well, that's a... It's sad, and we share all this information just as an alternative for y'all um, to make, hopefully not have to go on prescriptions for something that was preventable. Um, and just what we're very honest about our experiences with supplements, and we have read, oh my gosh, thousands of labels over the years to express why it's our opinion that something is better or worse than something else. And again, it's just... If there's a 1% chance that this is going to help you be healthier and live live a healthier, fuller life and stay off of any prescription meds that you don't actually need because it's based on, they're giving them to you based on something preventable. I mean, it's just, just be informed and do research and... You don't rely on medical system to treat the symptoms and not the underlying cause. Yep. What we're working on now with supplements is the is preventing the underlying causes from getting to the point where you have symptoms. Exactly. So it, it makes sense, but you won't understand it until you get there. I know. Um, and right. supplementation is something I've said it from, I, I used to kind of make fun of it in my head. And when you had well, you started studying hell. it, I know, but when you start, <laughs> and I'm still young. Um, you started, compared to me, you are. You started studying it. And you were so excited and passionate about it. And I was like, oh, give me a break. I'm like stupid multivitamin. Go to Costco and spend 10 bucks and get a thousand pills and pop them and call it a day. And then finally, when I started following something much more strict and just to start realize you feel so much better, it's hard to explain. When people feel like shit all the time, they forget what it feels like to feel better. Exactly. And when you're going from one numbing option, so I hurt, I take aspirin. I feel like crap, I drink. I know. I really feel like crap, comfort food. I can't sleep, I take a drug. I get up in the morning, I feel like shit, I drink coffee, I take know. more drugs. And when you start doing that over and over and over and over again, your body, it will betray you, I promise yes. you. Um, yep. So and two, I would, the last thing that I would say, um, it's not like you have to go and invest in every single thing all at once. And I'm so lucky that, you know, we have our gym and the people in there that we can have face-to-face -face conversations with who will ask me if I can only afford one, what do you want me to go on first? And if I can only afford two, what's the yep. second one that you recommend? So it does not mean that you've got to go and find $300 a month to spend on supplements, you know, starting November 1st. It just means just start 
doing your research and kind of looking into your own body. And then I'd, I'd be happy to answer a question or point you to a good supplement. I love ours. That was actually um, a very, very perfect way to finish this. Um, actually, the recommendation is one to two supplements at a time. Absolutely. Um, people don't adapt well to yep. a box full of shit. Yeah. You remember when we were carrying like, uh, we'd have a pill box that we'd take through the airport. Yes. And the thing rattled Literally. like a maraca. I mean, it was 12 compartments. Mm -hmm. Packed full. Packed full of shit. And I you know, know, the airport's like, what is all this stuff? Exactly. Um, so it's called titrating, self-titrating. Mm -hmm. um, get a multivitamin and take half the dose. Yep. The next day, take one more, you know, and work your way up. Make sure you can handle it. Exactly. Once you can handle it, feather in supplement number two. Yes. Um, depending on which program, because I've got a couple of different programs. We have a foundation five that mm -hmm. Poliquin kind of pushes towards. Mm -hmm. The other one I've got through uh, functional diagnostic is a 10 supplement yep. foundation, which is to me, I started flinching. I was like, holy shit, 10 exactly. base supplements? My max is seven. Dude. <laughs> and if they're not like caps where you can break them open and dump them into water, some people aren't having that. Yep. I'll um, go with seven. Seven separate? <laughs> I'll do seven. That's probably all I ever That's take intense. at one time. So Jenny's got it down. So the first time I thought it, I, I was just like, that is cute. That's the cutest thing I've ever seen. And now I'm like, what an effing efficient. So we've got all these pill bottles in the cabinet. Mm -hmm. And Jen went out and got these little like- I Dime guess. bags. They look like meth bags. <laughs> like something you, like you watch TV and there's always someone's carrying meth in this little two inch baggie. It's a Ziploc. But she's she took a dozen of them and they've got a B for me and they got a J for her. And because our supplement protocols are just slightly different, mm -hmm. she packs that one little meth bag with everything for that day. <laughs> so I know that my entire serving size is in exactly. there. So instead of dragging out that stupid ass container. Yes. I just grab my little meth bag and I'm, and I'm done and I pound it and I'm, and I would go on with my day. It's going to be a rumor now this week. <laughs> and our meth they bags. Do meth. Um, but we do not do meth. Part of the reason is one, you want to reduce, I'm talking more shocker. Mm -hmm. You want to reduce the friction of taking it. And if you've got a pile of supplements in the cabinet and I've got to pull a bottle out every nope. time, dump three out for me, dump three out for Jen, put the bottle back, nope, grab four of the other, anymore. four of the other. So Jen's system, all these little bags, are in a, a little Tupperware container in the cabinet and we just grab and go. And if you're going on vacation and you're traveling, I take three for me and three for her. Yes. And it's the end. I've got a couple yep. in my truck. So I know that if I end up eating breakfast somewhere else, I've got the freaking, yep. the whole protocol right there in my meth bag. Exactly. And it's, I'm telling you, I stopped taking them for a while, mainly because I'm not opening up any more bottles and I'm like, this is annoying. So now it's at the beginning of the week. I get all of them out. I get all my meth bags out. I put on some good music. I sort everything and oh it's gosh. It's the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. I'm down. I bet you I can get them all done in under 10 minutes now. I fly through them and it's, it just helps us stay consistent. I know it would help you stay consistent. Um, the bags are super cheap on Amazon. It's, um, we'll put the link in the notes here. Okay. But the, uh, it reduces the friction as to the reason, number one reason people won't take them. Yep. I don't have time. Yep. I'm too busy to go into that cabinet. Grab I can barely go. eat breakfast let alone spend 10 minutes digging out all my shit. Throw them in your lunch bag, walk out the door. Yep. It's good. That's good. That's a hot tip right there. It is. All right. So we ran uh, unconventionally longer than what the, the shows have been. So I really hope this has been of value to you guys. Um, of course, there's still some odd stuff that we didn't talk about. There's very specific things for for fat and for um, uh, joint health and for brain health mm -hmm. and um, sleep problems. We didn't even get into that with melatonin and GABA and the, and the different chemicals that are needed we could do, I don't know if we've done one on sleep at all, have we? I don't in know. In general? If we haven't, that'd be a great one. And then we can put the supplements in with that. with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you guys got some value out of this, um, 
we really want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a couple people on, uh, I think a show or two ago. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'll get the names and make sure I call out the thank yous. They were just amazing, gracious write-ups. Yeah. And it yeah. really- I appreciate it so much. That feeds our soul because um, not to be like weird, but we sit down for an hour and we're pretty- pretty pretty busy i mean we we put a lot of time into the day and most of the day is booked from end to end so when we do these podcasts this isn't something where we're like on the couch we stop our day mm-hmm. um we put something together that we're trying to find value for you guys so that you could take something actionable away from it so your feedback feeds this process for us um Definitely. it's why we keep going uh, and we love you for it and you guys stop commenting and f- giving us feedback and we're going to stop doing the show because there's no other reason to do it mm-hmm. um if you guys aren't loving it so that's going to conclude the mini series on the supplements um haven't decided what we're going to come back with next maybe it will be the sleep one um or there was something else we talked about today that was like we need to do another show so any closing comments nope thoughts no i think i did my close already with the supplements that you don't have to just again you don't have to dive in and start taking everything under the sun you just need to figure out after your own research or i'm i am genuinely happy to talk to anybody about what my recommendation would be to start with but you don't have to jump right in and and go for the seven or 25 jenny, jenny will save you a lot of time if you reach out to her um but be prepared to take notes and talk if if, you if they me. yes if you reach out to me i'll be like this is it bye and i'll be like let's talk about it let me tell you about why you need to take this i'm just gonna be like because i said so that's it that's good enough for most people <laughs> all right guys thanks again please remember to like share comment subscribe all those good things. Um, I'll post the uh, link to the little supplement dime bags. The, the meth bags. Yep. And if you're not a member of the uh, the Elite Human Facebook group, um, I'll put the link for that in here as well. Cool. Um, and we'll see you on the next show. All right. Thanks, Bye guys. Y'all. Later.